everyone welcome to the daily resurgence my name is brian and today we have another live stream surprise surprise and we have another podcast and we have another video and i am really excited about this new format people because i finally am able to spread my content far and wide and um i love podcasts i i there's just something about podcasts i like what do I like about podcasts? Mostly what I like about it is just the, the free form speech, you know, the uninterrupted speech. But live streaming is scary, you know, because, you know, you never know what could happen. You know, my dog could start barking. Uh, you know, I, I can, this, this green screen behind me could fall. It, like anything can happen. It's really intense and really scary. But I like live streaming because it's sort of, it just feels like a radio show. You know, which which I think is kind of cool. Uh, but, but anyway, today we are going to talk about the confusion uh, behind who's vaccinated and who's not vaccinated. The hysteria. I should say hysteria because I feel like sometimes people overreact. Um, it's been pretty chill, surprisingly, uh, in the city. Uh, people aren't really losing their mind over it from what I could see, but I feel like they're losing their mind internally, right? I feel like people are really panicking. They're really looking around when they're in the grocery store and they're like, is that guy really vaccinated? I don't trust him, right? He's wearing a, he's wearing a MAGA hat. I don't know. So, <laughs> you know, when it comes to that, right, people are, people are struggling. Apparently that's this thing in the country right now where you would think that the people who are vaccinated would be happy because they're vaccinated, right? They're protected from the virus, but actually those people are scared for their lives still, even though they're vaccinated against COVID-19. So it's really scary for them because they think that they might catch it and die. I don't know. Uh, it, it's They're really scared about it and they don't know what to do about this problem. So you know, there's a couple solutions, right? The main solution is what we call the vaccine passport. The vaccine passport we've seen in Israel, we've seen it in uh, New York with the Excelsior Pass, and we're seeing it across a few other states as well. And uh, federally, this is not a mandated thing. Joe Biden said, hey, I don't want to federally mandate this, and, you know, like before you think Joe Biden is some kind of hero, he doesn't want to do it because of the political fallout. You know, it's it's very it's going to be very unpopular if if you vote for like this national, this nationwide uh, vaccine passport thing. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know. I think that we should just live our normal lives. I, I don't think that we should have any sort of vaccine identification. I think if you have the vaccine, awesome. If you don't, uh, fine. Uh, who cares? I think everyone should mind their own business. And But we have these vaccine police out there, right, who they want to know if you're vaccinated or not. So there are a couple of solutions in the work. So um, this is an article 
that I stumbled across. Uh, and it's wristbands, t-shirts, and social media. Americans struggle to figure out who is vaccinated for COVID and who isn't. Now, this is a real thing. Uh, you know, people are actually trying to figure it out. Like, who is uh, who's vaccinated and who isn't? I think this is from, uh, let me see here. This is USA Today. This article came from USA Today. So people are talking about this. You know, it's not just something I'm making up. People are actually talking about this. So wristbands, t-shirts, and social media. Americans struggle to figure out who is vaccinated for COVID and who isn't. Uh, For those of my listeners who can't see, there's a thumbs up with a person wearing like a a wristband around their wrist. and And the wristband says... I got vaccinated. So (laughs) this makes people feel better. You know, if you're wearing a wristband, they can easily identify you as somebody who plays by the rules. Uh, Because really, I honestly, I think that's what it is. I think it's, it's more of something where they're not so much afraid of being sick. They're afraid of being next to like a Trump supporter or something, right? They're afraid of being next to some sort of radical uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, capital insurgent or something, (laughs) you know, that, I think that's what this is all about. I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with the virus. I think it's, it has more to do with who the person is behind that non-vaccination status. But anyway, let's continue and let's read this article here. Planning a wedding traditionally involves fraught decisions about the venue menu and whether to invite that long lost cousin. But as the nation tiptoes out of the pandemic, Joe Bibelhausen and Katie McCallop have added an unwelcome item to their to-do list, the touchy topic of guest vaccinations for COVID-19. Quote, I don't have an issue showing someone my vaccination card if I'm going to a concert. That's okay. But I don't feel like asking people to share that to attend our wedding because concerts and weddings are two totally different things. You see... Because it's okay if, if you want to go see Foo Fighters and they're asking you to be vaccinated. That's okay. You know, uh, Dave Grobel, whatever his name is from Foo Fighters. Hey, if he wants to know if I'm vaccinated, by all means, you're the millionaire. You're the one with the guitar. I'm going to follow your instructions. Uh, and if you want me to, you know, bend over and show you my vaccine passport, I will do it. But my wedding, eh, you know, I don't know. I don't know about that. That's basically what she's saying. Uh, So said McCallop, 31, a bank regular in Nashville, Tennessee, who plans to wed medical industry salesman Bibelhausen, 32, in Portland, Oregon, where the couple met. Uh, Here we go. I think I think I kind of understand why these people were selected for this article. We have somebody in the medical industry uh, who plans to wed medical industry salesman Bibelhausen. So what is he selling? What is he selling? I would like to know what he's selling. Now, for my listeners here who can't see this, uh, we see uh, both of them, the lovely couple here. Uh, actually, the guy looks like a guy I used to know, which is which is weird, but they didn't have the same name, so I don't think that's him. But, you know, lovely couple. They're sitting here, uh, Instagram post. They're they're on a, on a rocky mountain. You know, there's hills behind them, green hills, blue sky, beautiful beautiful uh the pair has decided to tell guests both via invitations and their wedding website that they quote strongly encourage attendees to get vaccinated before the september event 
Quote, we haven't heard much blowback to that approach so far, said Bibelhausen. Huh. Like, much blowback? I mean, who are your friends, right? Because if your friends are all Democrats and your friends are all vaccinated, well, then you're not going to hear much complaining about it. But if you have a, a friend who just happens to be uh, anti-vax, right, who happens to be uh, conservative-minded, uh Maybe they're libertarian, you know, maybe they just don't agree with the state telling them what to do. Uh, if you have one of these people, those people are probably going to, you know, make a big deal out of it. But, you know, we strongly encourage attendees to get vaccinated before the September event. You know, that's the kind of language uh, that you see before you enter a grocery store. You know, we strongly encourage you to get the vaccine. We strongly encourage you to take off the mask if and only if you are vaccinated. If you're unvaccinated, don't do it. That's basically what they're saying. Um, so, of course, they haven't heard much blowback because, you know, you feel powerless. What are you going to do? Nobody wants to have that conversation with you, Bible housing. Okay? Nobody wants to have that conversation with you. Uh, you know, it's your wedding. They don't want to phone you and say, hey, uh, Mr. Bible housing. Uh, I just like saying his name. Uh, hopefully I'm saying it right. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's Bible Hazen, not Bible Hazen. That, that would sound kind of weird. Um, but yeah, you don't have a friend calling in saying, hey, you know, uh, I, your strongly encouraged thing is kind of triggering me, okay? I, I don't want to get vaccinated. And that that is my stance. I take a hardcore stance against vaccination. You don't really hear, you're not really going to have somebody say that. Especially when you're getting married. They don't want to be the, you know, the uh, rain on your parade, if you will. Uh, nobody wants to do that. So, anyway, for many Americans, how or whether to inquire about and convey to others one's vaccination status has become a fraught issue. In a nation where mask wearing quickly was politicized, the COVID-19 vaccine has stirred similar discord. President Joe Biden has said there will be no federal vaccination mandate or tracking system. Oh, he's so wonderful. Look at him. He's such a liberty-minded individual. Look, he's not forcing this. He's not forcing this. Oh, what, but, but what? what's this? Uh-oh. Are you ready for it? That puts the onus on individual states, which have reacted differently. New York is pioneering a digital health certificate called the Excelsior Pass, which leverages technology but raises questions about access for the digitally disenfranchised. So, so... That's that's Joe Biden's approach, right? And he's he's trying to do this to hopefully appeal to the uh, libertarian-minded folk, right? Like, hey, like you know those people who are like, hey, I don't care what happens as long as the federal government's not behind it, right? So Joe Biden's probably trying to appeal to those people. Uh, you know, he's probably just trying to, more than likely, he's trying to wiggle himself out of this political situation right he doesn't it's too much right joe biden might believe it or not he might want to run for a second term and uh you know that this this could ruin it if he takes a if he takes a stance like that he could lose even some of his hardcore supporters if he takes a stance like that you know just because you voted for joe biden doesn't necessarily mean that you're big brother big government uh that you want the government to run everything it doesn't necessarily mean you agree with the um you know the vaccine passport um if you voted for joe biden it most likely means that you are vaccinated already and you agree with the vaccine but 
you know, it doesn't mean that you agree with like the vaccine passport, right? So in contrast, Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis have issued orders banning businesses and institutions from requiring proof of vaccination. This despite the fact that some businesses are trying to keep patrons safe by asking those who enter their establishments to provide proof of their vaccination status. Quote, Vaccine passports must be stopped, tweeted former Texas Republican U.S. Representative Ron Paul. I love Ron Paul. And you know what? I am not surprised he said that at all. If you keep up with his uh, his uh, YouTube channel, yes, Ron Paul. I think he's like in his late 80s. He has a YouTube channel. And he has thousands of subscribers. Uh, Ron Paul is adamantly against vaccine passports. By no surprise, he's he's a hardcore libertarian. I mean, Ron Paul doesn't, he believes this is a giant, massive overreach by both the U.S. government, the state governments, and the medical establishment itself. Now, you know, Ron Paul is a doctor. So, you know, this is, I find it very important what Ron Paul says. And uh, people should listen to him. You should you should watch some of his uh, videos on his channel. Uh, he brings up some very good points, and uh, I have to say I agree with him 100% when it comes to vaccine passports. They must be stopped. To date, 44% of Americans, or 146 million people, are fully vaccinated. 146 million people. 44%. It's about half of the country. Half of the country is vaccinated already. Yet, it's just it's just not enough. You know? It's not enough for these crazy people out there who are like, everyone needs to be vaccinated, okay? It's either 100% or nothing. Maybe we'll settle for 90. But <laughs> you, you can't vaccinate every single person, right? You just can't. You got to vaccinate the children, right? You got to vaccinate the sick, and there are a lot of sick people out there who, you know, vaccines may not, uh, they may not work well with them, right? People know their bodies very well. And that's the problem with government use of force, government authority, is that one size does not fit all. And you're going to have people falling through the cracks who are sick. Uh, you're going to have people who d disagree with it. People like myself who are, uh, you know, uh, small government minded they don't like the idea of a government mandating this thing they don't like the idea of this thing being funded by the government uh you know you're gonna have a lot of people like that and my guess is that's over 10 percent of the population especially if you include the sick people right you're gonna have the african-american group who is you know they're weary of uh you know vaccination uh, programs, medical programs, uh, I think because of the Tuskegee experiments. So you have a lot of different people with a lot of different reasons why they don't want to get vaccinated. And that's why I think, honestly, this 44% of people who are vaccinated is an impressive number. And it might raise, I mean, you know, at least 50% would be very impressive. But, you know, the powers that be want you to get vaccinated they want 70 percent or 80 percent of the population to be vaccinated and i honestly don't think we're going to reach those numbers and you know the u.s government's upset because they spent billions of dollars 
on this trove of vaccines that apparently they can't get everyone to get. So what they're doing now is they're giving it away to a bunch of other countries. I don't know. It, why would you order? See, that's that's the problem with the government, right? It's it's like businesses. If you're a business, right? Business 101. You don't order a supply of things if if you don't know for sure they're going to be used, right? I mean, that's business 101. You order what you need. And then if you need more, you order more. And I understand that this was a pandemic situation. So they were, uh, you know, they were probably like, you know what? This is an emergency. We probably need, we need all of them. Give, give us all of them. That's, that's probably how the U.S. government was uh, and still is to this day. But as you can see, it was a giant, another giant waste of federal taxpayer dollars because, you know, not everyone is going to take the vaccine. So we have a big problem here. I mean, we wasted a lot of money, depending on how you want to see it. There's one part of of you that could say, hey, we didn't waste money because now we're giving it to countries who are in need of these vaccines and they can't necessarily afford them, right? Or they can't, they don't necessarily have the the power to get that many vaccines as fast as we can to their people. And then you have the other side of people who are like, that was a waste of money. You know, we don't want to give this vaccine to other countries because that's our money that you're giving away. And we didn't want it to begin with. So you have two sets of people here, and uh, it's it's a very complicated situation if you're a politician today. So um, it is what it is. But into this often confusing breach has stepped a blend of entrepreneurialism. <laughs> oh, God, that word. Entrepreneurialism. I can't even say it. Uh, social media sharing and other ad hoc communication methods aimed at reassuring or warning others. Oh God. They're going to talk about social media sharing and other ad hoc communication methods aimed at reassuring or warning others. I don't have the video here. I can't play it. Uh, but there's this video, this very cringy video that it was a rap video and it was meant to encourage black people to get the vaccine in New York. I think it was so cringy. It was so cringy. You know what? It's so cringy. I actually might do a separate video on my YouTube channel, uh, with me just reacting to the video. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad guys. Uh, by the way, this is a great time to, to plug my YouTube channel. Uh, if you're listening to me on Twitch or if you're listening to the podcast, which most likely you probably are, uh, I have a YouTube channel as well. And occasionally I do these uh, reaction videos. Occasionally I do these other videos like more opinionated. Uh, so if you want to go check that out, that would be awesome. If you haven't already, uh, subscribe to the channel and also rate the podcast. If you're on Spotify, I would really appreciate you rating the podcast. It helps the channel grow. Um, if you like this video on YouTube, it helps the channel grow. And and the more the channel grows, the more I could do this full time, the more solid information I can give you, the more research I could do, uh, the better equipment I can get. So it really goes a long way. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but pressing the like button is really a big deal. And I would really appreciate it if you guys could do that for me. Uh, but enough p- 
pandering, enough begging for likes and, and clicks and, and whatnot. Let's get back into this because there is a meat and potatoes of this article that I wanted to get to. It gets really, really cringy. Um, companies have sprung up that pet pedal social signaling kits that include color-coded rubber wristbands, t-shirts, and signage. Those vaccinated are taking to Instagram and other tech platforms to tout their status. And in one case, school officials used a Sharpie marker to ID vaccinated prom attendees, drawing blowback from some parents. Yes, you heard that right. A school actually used a Sharpie marker to mark vaccinated prom attendees. I kid you not. I read the article myself. It was insane. Um, Obviously. Obviously, that's a bad idea. Oh, you're marking my kid? You know, whether you're vaccinated or not? Oh, my God. You know, that totally. Who thought that was a great idea? Cartoonists have gotten to the act as well. In her whimsical series of illustrations for a New Yorker magazine piece titled Fashionable Ways to Let People Know You're Vaccinated and Not a Maskless Expletive, artist Sharon Levy sketched out numerous farcical solutions why don't these people use real words (laughs) farcical who says farcical nobody uses the word farcical in a sentence Uh, they were obviously using the the thesaurus for this these included cutting a hole in the arm of your shirt to showcase your band-aid covered shot wound wearing a bronzed syringe on a necklace and sporting the letters vaxxed on four manicured nails (laughs) the sad part is that i really do believe that somebody actually did that to their nails like put the word vaxxed i bet i bet this hodgepodge of efforts hodgepodge that's a funny word to come up to grips with our new vax world reality is likely to mushroom given the nation's fierce streak of individualism that stands in contrast to approaches taken by israel where a fully vaccinated populace must display an electronic green pass to attend group events and a range of european countries that are testing national vaccination certificate systems so geez they're talking about the green pass you know every time they talk about this they they make america look like it's bad right they're like oh you see we can't get anything done because we have so much individualism here we can't get anything done but you know we should be more like israel right israel like they can get things done fast right like, they already have an electronic green pass. It's not a good thing, people. It's not a good thing. They're making it sound like it's a good thing. Individualism is a great thing that our country has. It's what separates us from those other countries. Individualism is wonderful. It means we have individual freedom. It means that we don't just allow the government to make rash decisions that affect us all. We don't, we don't, do, we don't have a blanket approach to everything. It sounds like it's bad. But when you actually sit and think about it, it's the most wonderful thing in the world that we have individual freedom, that we have individual choice. It may result in us not actually being able to pass things fast, right? It may result in us not having bullet trains, for example. Uh, But on the upside, that's the price you pay for being free, right? Uh, You got to give up some things if you want to be free. And... uh, I like, I happen to love the gridlock in our country. I happen to love the fact that none of us agree with each other. Because it means the political process is actually working. I mean, that, I'm going to go off on a little tangent here, but 
that was the whole point of the uh what do you call it the uh checks the system of checks and balances right how we have congress we have the judiciary system we have the executive branch that was the whole point of it the whole point of it was to make it as difficult as possible to pass laws and you tyrannical fools out there probably think that's a bad thing but it really is not it's the greatest thing that our founding fathers ever thought of because because of the gridlock we remain free till this day we don't have sweeping laws that change and affect our lives and yes we do we do right we have the patriot act and we have a bunch of other garbage that's been passed uh in the past um you know so we have a lot of bad things right uh, but notice in order to pass those bad things we had to be in a time of crisis that's the only way they can get us all to agree to something so bad uh, and that's exactly what they did and what they're still doing with COVID-19. They're using, in Rahm Emanuel's words, they're using a crisis to its fullest advantage, right? Uh, what, did, what did Rahm Emanuel say? He said, never let a crisis go to waste. That's what he said. Rahm Emanuel, chief of staff to Barack Obama and mayor of Chicago for about a decade or so. Yeah, I mean, no, not about a decade. I don't know how long he was mayor, like six years or something like that. But Rahm Emanuel, okay? So listen to that. So uh, I'm going to wrap this up um, here because we actually got uh, some more stuff to cover. Um, So I'm going to wrap up this article here. So this is really what I wanted to get to because this is the most ridiculous part of this article, okay? Rubber wristbands tell COVID-19 tale. Absent a federal approach, Ron Paul Vogt is hoping his products can fill the void. His company, Houston-based The Elation Factory Co., sells $40 social distancing event kits that include 50 colored rubber wristbands with signage to help people decode the gear. A blue one, for example, means you're vaccinated. The orders are pouring in, he said. Quote, I'm not planning on retiring, making bands for social distancing, but right now, business is good, said Paul Vogt. Oh, and if you look at the picture here, it's this guy, right? He's like this Texan guy, right? Um, He's got the girth of a Texan. And uh, he has these four tubs. And they look like the Teletubbies over here, right? You got a tub full of red wristbands, a tub full of yellow, a tub full of green wristbands, and a tub full of blue. And blue means I've been vaccinated. Green means I'm okay with hugs and high fives. Yellow means it's okay with talking, but not touching. And red means gonna wave from six feet. Oh my God. First of all, how is anybody supposed to know what these colors are supposed to mean? I mean, the only way this works is if you you wear them at a party, right? And at the party, it's like the thrift store where you have this sign hanging and it tells you what the tags mean. I mean, (laughs) that's literally the only way that you're going to know what these things mean and it what, what's going to happen if you accidentally uh you know high five a guy who's wearing a red bracelet is a fight going to break out i mean this is just this is making things worse it, it's making things worse than if everyone were to just intermingle and continue uh, with their everyday lives uh, th- this is much worse oh god paul Vok considers himself politically conservative, but he is quick to point out that many in his community wear masks and care for each other's welfare. Quote, I know people are saying, this is branding, 
They'll tattoo it on us next. But really, this is all voluntary, and it's about attending an event and feeling like you're making others around you feel comfortable, which a lot of people support. Oh, yeah, it's not forced. It's all about making people feel comfortable. That's what they always say. A typical tyrant. Typical tyrant. And, you know, I, I understand he's just making money, right? It's a business. But at a certain point, I don't respect people who are using this to their advantage to make money. Like, those people who make make face masks. And, by the way, they, they probably make a very good living make making face masks. And it's great if it's something you truly believe in. But if you don't believe in any of this and you're just you're making this stuff anyway because you know people want it, but you don't at your core believe in it, that's a problem. In my opinion, that's a huge, huge problem. And it, it doesn't result in anything positive, right? So that's what I want to show you guys. It's just, it's insane. I mean, people wearing wristbands to parties. You got this guy. Oh, this guy. This guy's great. Uh, in Denver, Dr. Tashoff Burton thought the country needed something a bit more official than home-brewed gear. Drawing inspiration from a comment his son made early in the pandemic about how it would be helpful to know who in your midst might have antibodies to COVID-19, Burton in December developed the Immunaband, a blue hospital-looking wrist bracelet emblazoned with a QR code. The $20 product allows the wearer to link the code to a vaccination card provided by the Centers of Disease Control and the CDC. Why don't you just say the CDC, which comes in handy when trying to gain entry to concerts, sports events, and any places of business that require official proof of vaccination for admission. Quote, to truly give someone a sense of safety, you can't really have something that's on the honor system. It needs to be linked to a real credential, said Burton, who practices internal and preventative medicine. He adds that his product, quote, says to others, I've been vaccinated and I'm not a threat to you. It's sad to put it that way. But that's the truth. Ugh, these people make me sick. They make me completely sick. Uh God. Before you know, before we go, guys, there's one more thing I want to show you. One more thing I want to show you, and uh it's a video. It's a video. I have a video for you guys. And this video is uh Well, it's it's a doozy. Okay. It's it's basically uh, California offers digital record of COVID-19 vaccination. Okay, not it doesn't sound like a big deal, right? It's like the Excelsior Pass. Okay, California's doing it. Everybody's doing it. They have a, a passport of their own. But it's just what they say in the video that blows my mind. Guys, I can't wait to play it. Here we go. Well, today the state unveiled a new way to show that vaccine card that so many of us have from your phone. It's not just a simple photo here. No, the governor is adamant also that it's not a vaccine passport. So what is it? NBC Barry's Ian oh, Cole shows us how not, it works. And not a vaccine it. passport. Oh, I guess I guess we're okay. I guess everything's okay. So it's um, it's not a vaccine passport. So they're, they're coming up with some different solutions. So let's let's see what it says. As California reopens, there are still some guidelines. Mega indoor events of over 5,000 people must ask guests for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. Today, the state unveiled a tool to make it easier, the digital vaccine record. If you lose your vaccine card or don't want to carry it, you enter the state's website, put in your name, birthday, phone number, or email you used when signing up for a vaccine, and a PIN. Then you get a text like this. Open it up to get your QR code for the venue to scan. Teams. It's a vaccine passport. 
I'm sorry, what did she say in the beginning? If you didn't hear vaccine card that so many of us have from your phone, it's not just a simple photo here. No, the governor is adamant also that it's not a vaccine passport. So what you get a text like this, open it up to get your QR code for the venue to scan. I'm sorry, that's that is precisely what a vaccine passport is. Precisely what a vaccine passport is. <laughs> what does the Excelsior pass do? It's an app, right? It knows whether you've been vaccinated or not. It's a QR code. It's not tied to anything personally identifiable. It's just the QR code simply says, yes, I've been vaccinated or no, I have not been vaccinated. Even though I don't know why you would have the Excelsior pass if you have not been vaccinated. So that's kind of weird. But this is a vaccine passport. They're basically just, uh, what do you call it? Messing with the words, right? Making it seem like this is not a vaccine passport. <laughs> what do they call it? It's a, it's just a, it's a vaccine, uh, what do they call it here? A vaccine record. It's a digital vaccine record. It's not a passport. It's a digital vaccine record. Oh my God. Let's hear what else they have to say. When signing up for a vaccine and a pin, then you get a text like this, open it up to get your QR code for the venue to scan. Teams that play indoors, like the Warriors and Sharks, required proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test for all fans entering. So if it's uh, a requirement, then I would prefer that method instead of showing my vaccine card. Others. Oh, I, I guess it's okay as long as I don't have to show my actual vaccine card. This QR code is harmless. <laughs> Look, guys. This QR code. It's the same thing in principle as your vaccine card. Okay, the only difference here is that the vaccine card has personally identifiable information from what I understand. And the vaccine passport system, which which is what this is, make no mistake, this is a clone of the uh, Excelsior Pass, which was a clone of the Green Pass from Israel. Okay, it's a pass, it's a vaccine passport. That's what it is. Okay, they're the same thing. <laughs> Oh my God. Others still worry about the digital security and the idea of having to show medical history. Creeps into area of privacy and limiting access where it doesn't need to be. The co-founder of VCI. Exactly. That guy had it exactly right. It's you're, you're creeping up into the situation where you're potentially limiting people, segregating people based on their vaccination status. Also, not just your vaccination status, but your political ideology is very dangerous, okay? Because as you can see, half of the country has been vaccinated and the other half hasn't. I wonder what half hasn't been vaccinated. Now, that's not the case for every single person, but, you know, I believe that this is also political segregation. You know, oh, yeah, I mean, people who've been vaccinated, they can go to the... They can go to uh, Wrigley Field uh, here in Chicago. They can go to Wrigley Field and, uh, you know, they can watch the baseball game like, like nothing ever happened. They can be next to each other, no masks required, order a hot dog, you know. Uh, but people who haven't been vaccinated, they can come to the ball game too. But, you know, they have to sit all the way on the other side. They probably have to sit on the side where the sun hits them, Th like the worst seats possible at Wrigley Field. It's so pathetic. Let's hear what this uh, Looney Bin has to say. Which helped develop the tool for California, says the QR code can be printed off or shown from your phone. 
it is stored in a cryptographic manner on their device. They get to decide who that's shared with, and also verifiers are agreeing that they're not going to store that data. If you want to use it, the process takes less than a minute. Ian Cole, NBC Bay Area News. Okay, are you anxious to get that digital vaccine card? We've made it easy for you. We've posted a step-by-step -step guide at NBCBayArea.com. It's right at the top story of our website right now. So easy. They're making it so easy to use. So easy. Because that's the problem, right? It's too complicated. Not really. That's not the real problem, people. Real problem here is that people don't like it. They don't want to do it. And if they don't want to do it, they shouldn't do it. They shouldn't be forced to do it. It's the whole point that I'm trying to make here. Like, you could do it if you want. But the whole forcing thing, this whole, you know, this creepy guy, like, like you know, oh, my name is uh, Toshlov Bernson, okay? And I think we should have QR codes on our wrist in order to enjoy the finer things in life. Like, people like this guy are the problem they're the problem anyway guys that is all i have for you today thank you as per usual for taking the time watching this live stream listening to the podcast watching my youtube videos i appreciate every single one of you if you haven't already subscribe to the podcast subscribe to the youtube channel uh join me on this live stream i didn't mention this in my last video but i have a discord so the Daily Resurgence now has a Discord uh, server, and it would be awesome if we could all chat there live. Because YouTube, there's a huge delay, and what you know, what if the world's ending, and I need to get a hold of you subscribers? Okay, we like talking. We're we have the same, uh, you know, train of thought. We need to stick together. So the Discord server, you can also use it to give me tips, right? To let me know what you've seen in the news, what you might want a video to be about. And we can also just, you know, chat. We can hang out and chat. It's cool. I'm looking forward to meeting some of you. I'm looking forward to talking with some of you. Um, I'm having a blast doing this. And, um, you know, I, I know the podcast was a little, uh, the, the live stream was a little late today, but it is what it is, right, guys? I'm just starting out. Um, and, you know, I'm doing this every single day. Okay, I'm not complaining, but I'm doing this every day. And uh, it's fun. It's fun. But anyway, guys, with that being said, I will see you in the next one.